Welcome everyone. I'm Cassandra Etienne with Legal Services of New Jersey. LSNJ coordinates and supports the system of regional legal services programs that provide legal assistance in civil matters to low-income individuals across the state. In today's podcast, LSNJ attorney Akil Roper will be talking about expungement, the legal process available for people to clear a criminal record, and some important recent reforms to the law. We'll hear from a former client named Jamie who benefited from expungement. I was interested in getting an expungement for a distribution charge that I had gotten in 2007, um, and it was really creating a lot of barriers for me in in regards to gaining employment um, and just hanging over my head for a long time. Akil is joined by New Jersey State Senator Sandra Cunningham, one of the primary sponsors of recent legislation reforming and expanding the expungement law to discuss why expungement is so important for those with arrests and convictions. You know, if you've done something wrong, you should certainly be punished. But when the punishment is over, then you should be able to try to put a life together. Here's Akil Roper with more about how expungement can help those trying to make a fresh start after time served. Thanks, Cassandra. So, to begin, what is expungement? Expungement is an attempt to solve the problem of the perpetual punishment which can occur after someone's criminal or juvenile justice involvement. Many people have something on their record, even if that's just a dismissed arrest, juvenile adjudication, or municipal ordinance violation. But the bottom line is that record, no matter how long ago it occurred, can haunt you forever. Opportunities for schools, jobs, and housing routinely require you to disclose your criminal record. Expungement essentially erases that arrest or conviction, removing it from public view, and allowing you, by law, to proceed as if it didn't happen. The primary purpose of expungement is to provide a fresh start to those who have one or very few convictions, those with juvenile records, and those who have successfully graduated from drug court. The law also provides for the removal of a record of arrest if a case was dismissed. Certain records cannot be expunged, such as out-of-state arrests or convictions, most motor vehicle-related offenses, and very serious crimes. Most cases require the preparation of an expungent petition, which needs to be filed with the court, and a judge will then decide the case. Take Jamie, for example, who recently contacted legal services for help. When I was um, in about ninth grade, things started to go downhill for me. We moved to a new town. I didn't know anyone there, got caught up with the wrong people. Um, And things just slowly got progressively worse. I got into drugs and I, you know, started selling drugs as well. Um, And that's where the problem started for me. There was one job in particular that I met all the qualifications for. They were really interested in hiring me. But when I came back with a positive background, uh, the licensing that they required me to have, I I wasn't able to uh, work, work for them. Um, And it was really disappointing because it was life-changing money. It would have helped my family out significantly. And because of the criminal record, I, you know, I was not able to pursue that. Unfortunately, there are several barriers to overcome in order to get an expungement, such as waiting periods, cumbersome paperwork, filing fees, and additional costs for certified mail and transcripts. Private lawyers can charge from a few hundred to thousands of dollars to file these applications. Uh, I was just really grateful for for the help and that someone wanted to hear my story and and was willing to help me. Knowing that I no longer have a criminal record gives me freedom. Um, 
it was it, it gave me a sense of closure from that part of my life that is no longer a part of who I am today and I, I believe that this is going to change not only my life but my children's lives and enable me to be successful um, and financially independent and not have to rely on getting help from the system because I can stand on my own two feet now. In 2015, Legal Services of New Jersey created an interactive website where users can access a host of expungement tools at no cost. It's called Clearing Your Record Online, and the website has several key features. Welcome to LSNJ's eligibility interview for expungement. First, a user can access an expungement interview, which will ask a series of multiple choice questions in order to determine your eligibility for expungement. If eligible, a user can then access a forms creator, which will help them draft forms which they can file with the court. We also have short instructional videos, links to helpful materials, and an updated PDF version of our print manual. Clearing Your Record Online has increased access to the courts and helped many people who could not afford a lawyer file expungement applications on their own or with minimal assistance. You can access this service through our website, www.lsnjlaw.org by clicking on the Clearing Your Record Online image at the top of the page. In 2017, legislation introduced by Senator Sandra Cunningham expanded key provisions of the expungement law. The most significant changes increased the number of offenses that can be expunged from one indictable conviction and two disorderly persons offenses to one indictable and three disorderly persons offenses. And, if you don't have any indictable convictions, from three disorderly persons to four disorderly persons offenses. And, reduces the waiting period for indictable convictions from 10 to 6 years. The amendment also brings back the concept of a crime-free doctrine, or crime-free eligibility, by permitting expungement of multiple related crimes or offenses which occur within a short period of time. Most of these changes will go into effect October 1, 2018, and will be reflected in our online resources. We decided to talk more with Senator Cunningham about why she felt these changes were important. We're here today with New Jersey State Senator Sandra Cunningham in her Jersey City office. She is the chair of the Education Committee, the Deputy Majority Leader, and representative of District 31. Senator Cunningham, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for coming by, Akil. Nice to see you. Absolutely, you too. Now, you sponsored the recent re expungement reform legislation, which made a number of significant changes in mm -hmm. the law. Um, in your words, can you explain the significance, the potential impact on the community for these reforms? Um, you know, first of all, I have to say that Governor Christie um, really came to me and asked if I would do legislation with him. And he was very, very excited about this piece of legislation. Um, it uh, dismisses four charges now. Um, it lessens the time before you can get your record expunged. Um, we believe that it was an opportunity to give more people the chance to, uh, to, to, to have a better life, mm -hmm. you know, to go through the expungement process, to come out, and to feel that they had an opportunity to change their lives and make difference. Absolutely. Now, we've talked about this before in the past. Um, there seemed to be a sense of over time, eligibility seems to be expanding for folks bit by bit. Yeah, Can you yes. talk about the trajectory of that a little bit? You know, uh, we, we jokingly say all the time that we're moving in the right direction. 
You know, I personally, uh, I'm at the point where I think that if a person has not had any criminal activity at all over, let's say, six to 10 year period, mm -hmm. I think their record should automatically be expunged. I think that we need to give people a real opportunity to go out and to change their lives and doing it step by step, even though we've made great strides. Um, it's not enough. It's not enough. You know, when I get in my car and I'm riding down the street and I still see people standing on street corners because when they were in their 20s and now they're in their 70s, they did some ridiculous things and made mistakes. And this one charge or two charge or four charges, it's not enough to change their lives. So they're still standing on street corners and we're still talking about we're making great strides. We need to do better. That's, that's an important point because a lot of the folks that we uh, meet with and, and approach us for assistance, these are folks who, these aren't folks who just come fresh out of prison right. or incarceration. These are folks who, who've been in the community for a while, mm -hmm. um, but they have arrests or convictions from 10 years back, 20 years exactly. back. Exactly. Um, can you talk a little bit about how the, the whole employment piece of that Works. You know, it, it's just difficult. We did ban the box legislation, mm -hmm. which enables people to at least have an opportunity for an interview. Um, at that point, after the interview process, you know, if their uh, prospective employer feels that this is not the person for me, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But we wanted people to at least get in the door to be able to talk about what their life was, why they made the choices that they made. Um, so we believe that Ban the Box has been successful to a point. Mm -hmm. But you know, you still have people in communities, especially in our urban areas, that have no job training. They've not had a job in a long time. Um, and they're just holding up the street signs. And it's not enough. I think that we need to provide more job training for people. We've got to get people off the streets mm -hmm. and we have to have them doing something that they feel is productive in their lives. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I agree with you. Um, one thing I did want to talk about was your thoughts on, um, on the new administration. I know this recent legislation was, was, um, was enacted under our former governor, mm -hmm. Chris Christie, uh, but now we have a new administration and uh, Governor Murphy is uh, in place now. What are your thoughts um, on prospects for moving some of these reforms along uh, with the new administration? Well, I'll tell you, Governor uh, Murphy campaigned um, on issues such as reentry. Mm -hmm. um, he campaigned on issues such as people who have been disenfranchised by the system. Um, he talked about how he didn't want to be the governor. Uh, for a state that had this much disenfranchisement. Um, he talked about voter rights for people who have been on probation or parole. Um, so he has said all of the things as long while he was campaigning that you could possibly say. So now I'm hoping that we'll start seeing some things. Uh, I think he gave a lot of hope to people. Um, he inspired them to think that their lives uh, would change and they'd have an opportunity to make change. So I'll tell you, I'm excitedly waiting for the phone to ring <laughs> because I want to be a part of that. 
um, Senator Rice and myself and Assemblywoman Sumter and a few others in the Assembly came up with a piece of uh, legislation to give back voter rights mm -hmm. um, to people who lost their right to vote um, based on the Constitution and the uh, 15th Amendment. They shouldn't have lost their right to vote anyway. So we're hoping that um, he's going to jump on the bandwagon and I have reached out to him. Um, he knows what um, I'm thinking and I'm really, really hoping. As I said, the phone's gonna ring very day, any day now and we can start really working and putting to putting in effect some of the things that he talked about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, you mentioned that voting, that voting rights piece, which, mm -hmm. I, which I had for a long time which was very important. Um, can you give us a little bit more detail on, on why you think that's so important for the community right now? I think there's about 90,000 people who have been uh, disenfranchised in the state of New Jersey because of their inability to vote. Um, they committed crimes but according to the 15th Amendment of the Constitution, you have an unalienable right. Mm -hmm. This is one of the rights that you have for being born in this country. So if this is an unalienable right, then it should not be taken away from you. You still have children, you still have family, that you need to be able to make decisions or have a voice in who represents them. So I really believe that this is very, very important. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, you know, I think it's also a way that we forget in America, unfortunately, it's not that you are innocent until proven guilty. It's you're guilty until proven innocent. And unfortunately, what happens is even when you've served your time, you're still serving your time. You know, if you've done something wrong, you should certainly be punished. But when the punishment is over, then you should be able to try to put a life together. Absolutely, absolutely. That's one of the focuses we've been trying to deal with. We talked about collateral consequences. Mm -hmm. So if folks have a past arrest record, past conviction record, they shouldn't continue to face these barriers that they're facing. All the time. Um, and it's, 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 it's very frustrating for us, too. Um, I know some folks have started thinking along the lines of reforming or making some changes to the whole occupational licensing structures mm -hmm. um, as well. And so that's that's another thing that we were interested in, in, in thinking about. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing I, I do want to ask you as well is, is how important is it to get the word out about these uh, reforms and changes to the law? Because it's one thing um, to actually put it together. And, and make that law. But I think it's very important for the community to be aware that they have these rights and they can exercise these rights. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that is the problem. You know, we create legislation in Trenton and we mean for it to help people, but so many people still don't know that you created the legislation. There has to be a venue or uh, a process put in place that will help to publicize some of the things that we've done and some of the things that's available. Legal services and, and agencies such as yours and the Institute of Social Justice in Newark, these are integral parts of this whole process and should be a major part in getting the word out um, and, and helping people to understand that uh, the laws have changed and um, they can qualify and, and, and start to turn their lives around. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, 
Anything you'd like to, to add? To well, you know, you, it's interesting or? when you mention the occupational licenses okay. and, and, and whatever. You know, for a long time, people being incarcerated um, as part of their, because we don't want to warehouse people, but mm -hmm. however, you know, we give people, put them in training program like barbering and mm -hmm. um, being a beautician or a hairstylist knowing that when they get out, they can't get a job because you can't do that because you can't get a license. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's this kind of thing that we have to constantly, and we have to be real diligent and make sure that we are treating people with respect and making sure that they're not just sitting in prison. We're not warehousing. Mm -hmm but that they are doing and taking training programs that will give them an opportunity. Mm -hmm. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, these uh, reforms that have to be tailored to, to the yes. to folks who, who need this, this help. Um, you know, so for a long time in occupational licensing, if you could provide what they call evidence of rehabilitation, mm. it might get you around these barriers. But it might make more sense to have something along the lines of, of what we have with expungement law as a time uh, provision, mm -hmm. which would then prove up the rehabilitation. Proving that evidence of rehabilitation, that's maybe something that requires representation. It might require mm -hmm. uh, further argument and development. Right. Um, but I think, you know, that's, that we should be thinking along those types of lines for occupational license barriers. Well. We, we really should. And there is a piece of legislation that I'm working on with the Restaurant Association, or actually members of the Restaurant Association. Mm -hmm. We have Jersey City. You now live in Jersey City. Welcome to our great city. Um, but one of the things that we have in Jersey City now is a growing restaurant business. Yes. There are a lot of restaurants, all kinds of restaurants. And the key is we have people coming out of incarceration and because they have been incarcerated, they can't work in a venue that sells alcohol, which is totally ridiculous. And some of them are wonderful and want to do things in the community and provide jobs. So those are the kinds of things that I am looking forward to working with our new governor on um, and coming up with a piece of legislation that will give people an opportunity. That's fantastic. We actually met with someone in office uh, who had that barrier, faced the barrier, who tried right. to get a, a job, but unfortunately the ABC, the Alcohol yes. uh, Commission, would deny him that license because, mm -hmm. uh, because of his criminal conviction. Right. Now, there is a provision that provides that he can get the, the, the director to, uh, <laughs> to, to grant him permission, but this is, we don't know that. People on the streets, we don't know that. Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so for folks who are on the, on the ground floor and trying to get uh, an opportunity, um, it's, it's important for us to be thinking about ways that we can make that reform. Really Absolutely. Possible. Absolutely. And, you know, you have done such a good job. I, you know, I always give you credit when it comes to expungements because you've helped so many people, especially in Jersey City when I've turned to you for that. And um, that's wonderful. And we need people like you who are professionals who are willing to jump in and roll up your shirt sleeves and say, let's real make real difference real change. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, I, we appreciate that. And I, I think continuing a collaborative effort to, sure. to work on, on some of these things, it's, it, it's going to be key. Um, we need folks working on these issues from, from mm -hmm. all, all sides. Uh, so it's, it's really great to, to be able to, to, to come meet with you and, and talk about these things. And, you know, as we do, um, 
to try and, and, and think about some real reforms and, and really make changes Definitely. in the lives of folks and in communities. So I, I just want to thank you uh, for, for joining us in this conversation today. We, uh, thank you very much for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We'd also like to thank Senator Cunningham for joining us. Be sure to follow us on social media and visit our website at www.lsnj.org. For more information on expungement and the new expungement reform, visit Clearing Your Record online at www.lsnjlaw.org.